rehab calling from the ether. Can you hear me now? There we go. I dumped everything. Oh, Jesus Christ. Your skills are extraordinary. All right. Taking that from the top. That was that was great, by the way, and I got to do it all over hey, again. This is hard to drive. You're listening of course I can. to the Saucer Club podcast <laughs> with Johnny Chabasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to Gay with Johnny Chabasa. Your fantasy football season's in the books, unless you're dumb enough to include Week 17. That's so noob sauce if you are. But good luck to you, nonetheless. Christmas in the books. 2020 in the books. Your Christmas vacation not in the books yet, hopefully. New Year's Eve about to be in the books again. But the books that we're going to be reading from here is... Football ferocity, blank football ferocity. You can fill in anything you want there in the blank football ferocity, but it's going to be football ferocity whether you like it or not. And if you're going to be talking football ferocity, you're going to be talking about somebody who's well known throughout America. He is the commissioner of your fantasy football league, and he's now the commissioner of your making money. Michi, 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 Week 17, Michi, what's going on? Michi, A thing called fantasy football rehab, and I am living it. And it's good because it helps with my happy scouting. It's real good because I get to focus on the pro game. And when you talked about the wagering and the dollar figures, this is more like a fan duel discussion. Um, we're, we're down with that as well. And Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a great Christmas. Uh, Mr. Gabasa, I got three, three, three questions at the, at the opening tonight. May I, may I begin? May I ask you the first question? Sir? Sure. Sure, sure. Is there a football minute that you could improvise for us right now? You can say no. I never say no. Here we go with a week 16 football minute. Made up on the spot right here. America's team, the Cleveland Browns, went back into the swamps of Jersey to play. Oh, Michy's team. Oh, Michy's team. Oh, Michy's team. They only won one game out of the whole year. And they won it last week, so they were on a one-game winning streak. And they were riding high. And then all of a sudden, the Browns decided that they're not going to bring any wide receivers with them. And what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to be afraid of the Jets loading up the box and then just not even run at all even though we got the number three running fucking offense in the goddamn national football league and then what do you yeah. what happens when you leave a bad team in a good game they keep swinging yeah, they keep swinging you got to put them out early the browns failed to do this and they <laughs> failed to win the game Michi's new york football j-e-t-s Garbage can in my hand, J E T S, just, just, just. That's what happened in the National Football League. There must have been a bunch of other games, but I don't really give a fuck because I lost my finals, but my brothers won there. No, wait, my brother lost one and won one. Oh, there you go. Fantasy Football Minute for Week 16, Michi. Well, I appreciate that. That was, uh, I had, uh, I had all the jet gear I had. I had my autograph picture, Joe Namath, in 1971 out. And I played whatever voodoo I can do. Mr. Kavasa, something about you, Cleveland Browns. Jet fans, screw you. I'm one of you. We're out of our minds. Mr. Kavasa, may I ask you a second question, please? Sure. 
Any chance that I can finish 2020 on a positive by no. having... Uh, no, there isn't. Okay. Is there any way that I can feel the positive vibrations of the Butcher Block? Is there any chance? Of course. <laughs> oh, we're, I'm up two for two so far. This is good. This is good. How about some of that dialing music into the ether? What do you think? We're the butcher? Is that what you said? Who, which one are we doing next? Yes, I need a butcher block, please. I need a butcher block. Whatever you say, Mishy. Whatever you say, man. Whatever you say, buddy. Let's turn our eyes to the west and see what we can conjure out of the ether. Just as the fast food review alarm goes off for Johnny K. But no fast food reviews this week unless you email me something and send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Johnny Kobasa and the Sausage Hut and send five bucks, too, to make it all happen faster. Butcher! Yes, yes, yes. I think you got a couple days off. Welcome back to the Sausage Hut, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year to you. What's your tough time for me? I know you've had a tough time with your uh, fantasy football teams. Is there any sharp knives that you want to chop up anything, anybody? Is there a butcher block in my post-22 season, 2020, excuse me, my post-2020 fantasy football season? Give me a butcher block to send me away. Finish me. Please. Finish me, please. Well, my condolences. I'm sorry for you and Kielbasa. I, I, I was rooting for you both. And... Uh, they were both good games, so I apologize. You were not on my butcher block. Thanks. But my, I don't know my permanent butcher block, and that's Mr. Rothman. I just want him to. Tom Brady is a second, second on my butcher block this week. I don't think that. I don't think he's got it. I mean, he, he looks good against the Lions. I give him props, but I just... The poor little goat has to, you know, be retired at some point. And I'm sorry to say that it, Tom Brady's on my butcher block this week. That's it. All right. Right. Who was your fantasy football bust in 2020, Butcher, that you would chop into little pieces and never pick up and put on one of your teams ever again? Cammy Cam Cam. Cammy Cam, he's everybody's bull. Believe that when I see it. He was, he's going to be on your roster. He's going to be sitting there in the sixth round next year, and you're going to pick him up again, Butcher. And you got to slap my hand away from the mouse and tell me no. No chance. Do not press that button. On the other hand, I got to give my props to the beard. You know I love him. Fitzmagic was awesome. Coming in as a relief pitcher and taking care of business as only the magic does. Love him. Bless the beard. Bless the beard. Bless the beard. (laughs) Well, hey, guys. uh, There's somebody else in the crowd, and there was one of us on this call in the day who won his fantasy football game and... I hate to admit it, but I'm happy for the kid, the champion of our league for the first time, I believe. Maybe the second time. I'm not sure. But Kowski won it all over television's own Mark Aram in the finals. Came through. How you doing, Kowski? Nostrovia, buddy. The champ is 
Yeah. <laughs> Hello, champ. Hello, champ. Champ, do you know we have a we have a custom and congratulations, but you are the champ in posterity. You will be referred to as champ and then whatever you want it, you know, Champ Kowski if you want to. You can just call yourself champ and make it like a one word champ like your key. prince. It, huh? Maybe Champski. Champski with that C. You got you got oh. all options. And you have a calendar year. You have a calendar year to go back to back. And that's a beautiful thing. Congratulations. Congratulations, champ. Uh, You are the one. You are the only legitimate champion on this program tonight. And I would love to hear more about it. But Mr. Kavasa, I think you've got something coming up. What do you got coming up, Mr. Kavasa? Uh... Kowski, we're going to take a little time out here in the champion circle and let you gloat because you took on all comers and you smote them to the ground, dude. Well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, this is a very, very satisfying experience. Anytime I can beat you in the playoffs and TV's own Mark Aram in the title game, uh, Believe me, you guys are going to be hearing about this one for a long time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Josh, so. uh, I had it wrapped up before Josh Allen even played on Monday night, and then he went off on Monday night just to put the the final stamp on the season yeah. with uh, enthu- with a uh, enthusiastic ass whooping. Bravo, bravo, man. And he it feels good. Feels good. You know, I don't. Uh, I don't remember exactly what the winnings are, but anytime it's uh, you know money coming from my best friends, that's when that's what it means the most to me. <laughs> Satisfying. I will. Congratulations. You know, it's sometimes sometimes in these leagues it takes a couple minutes to, uh, like I said, yours truly is in fantasy football rehab. And it, it'll take me a couple minutes to respond accordingly because I'm still processing my folly. So, yeah, who was your who was your main men? Who were your main men on your fantasy football team? Champ Ski. Uh, I gotta say the uh, the Josh Allen pick probably uh, probably carried me the furthest this season. What round was that? Um, you know, I honestly I don't remember. But um, he was probably the big one. Uh, Jonathan Taylor at the Indies had a lot of good games for me, and uh, Tyree Kill as well. So, um, also had uh, picked up uh, Justin Jefferson on the Vikings. So, you know, I think I got him for nothing or late in the draft. So, uh, pretty much those guys carried me most of the season, and then just kind of plug and play where where I need people the rest of the time. Who was your other quarterback? Uh, Philip Rivers. How many starts did he get? Not many. (laughs) Not many. (laughs) Didn't need him. Nope. Did you think he was going to be your number um, one over Chad, over Chad Allen uh, in the beginning? uh, Over, you know, honestly, I wonder if I might even drafted somebody else that, uh, I I think I just went into it getting a couple good guys and figuring it would sort itself out, but I certainly didn't expect him to have the season that he did. But 
Um, if I could go back and bitch for one minute, you guys were talking about uh, Certainly. the players that you'll never be drafting again. And <laughs> I think I kind of touched on this last week, but uh, I just want to issue a big fuck you to Julio Jones' hamstring. <laughs> uh, I think I, I hear you, man. Remind me not to draft him next year. I don't care if it's you know what round. He's gonna oh, he's gonna start looking good, and then I'm gonna fall into that trap. I'm like in an abuse relationship with him. <laughs> Abusive relationship. It's hard yeah, to break but, it off when you right? believe in them, and every year they disappoint you. Somehow they're on your team again. He can change. He didn't. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. He's better than that. <laughs> I know he can do it. How many times did you say that about Cam Newton this year there, Butcher? Too fucking many. That's how many times. Too fucking many. We have, uh, me and Mr. Kavasa talk on occasion, and we, uh, we've come up with the phrase, or maybe I did, but I'll use the we here. He is going to be someone else's problem. And every year there are guys, same as you said, players on your roster, never more. He is going to be someone else's problem. So, Chamsky, promise America right now and promise yourself, Julio Jones will be someone else's problem for here till he leaves the National Football League. I don't need to hear it out loud. A little, pro- little private affirmation is okay. And uh, and you still won a championship, so that's not a bad thing to complain about, Mister Cabasa. What do you yeah. think about that? Uh, well, I think that's a great idea, but I'm not really good at keeping promises to myself. But um, <laughs> I think maybe next year before the draft, I'll come back to this uh, come back to this episode and, and listen just to kind of remind myself how great you are. <laughs> I mean, I don't really need to remember that. I pretty I kind of haven't seemed to be able to forget that, but just remind me about Julio. So do you remember He's who here. you were up against and with Mark uh, Mark Aram? Who was he throwing at you? Um, let's see here. Let me look pull up the pull up the pounding. He had he had a choice between Jalen Hurts and uh Herbert out in uh, L.A., they both scored. They were about the same, 18, 19 points. Uh, I did like to see that. um, Boy, that was a crazy end to that uh, Las Vegas-Miami game. Yeah, it was. And I I was very excited because his running back, he had two running backs in that game, but he started Josh Jacobs instead of Gaskins, who went off. And um, towards the end of the game, when the uh, Dolphins were, or when the Raiders were trying to run out the clock, he he slid down at the one yard line to kill time instead of uh, going for the touchdown. So that was my first indication that things were going my way. Yeah, that was a fucking. Ugh. So yeah, he could have he could have made it close. I think if he made the right moves, like I said, Gaskin had. 28 points and Jacobs only had six. So that would have got him, uh, got him a lot closer, but I still don't know if he could have done it or not. I haven't done the math on that, but, um, I don't really think he could six and then maybe another 28. Yeah. I think I had him beat either way. It was, uh, I don't know. (laughs) 
how David Johnson ended up on the waiver wire and I picked him up and I was having all kinds of issues with guys that were like kind of iffy, like to rekill, uh, you know, nobody knew what his injury status was. Um, and then the Browns had, I had the Browns D playing, but then next thing you know, they're missing like a bunch of their teams. So even if it was mostly offensive players, kind of those guys weren't there to help keep the defense off the field. So, uh, kind of a crazy day, but good guys won. I could feel the glow from here. <laughs> I could feel the glow from here. House Perfect. The champ. Champski. Have you, Champski. uh, Champski, have your people, uh, laid out the parade room for you guys yet? <laughs> or is- um, Really, it's just kind of been a drunken super. We've been wandering around it in the last few days. Uh, I don't know if we really have a specific parade. We're just kind of, you know, just been drunk the whole time. Super, super. That's fantastic. I, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit envious. Not jealous, but I'm a little bit envious. I had a position uh, where your man Josh Allen beat me. And uh, that's just the way it goes. You know, On a Monday night, like what, yeah. was, what were things like heading into Monday night? I remained, uh, I was having a bad day. It was a typical uh, mud game for me. And I'll tell you what, I had nothing in terms of wide receivers. Uh, and I got beat by eight or nine points. Josh Allen took care of his business with a big 39 fantasy football points. And uh, I think I lost by seven or eight. That's the way it goes. It was the way it goes. I uh, just did for the So you, you, you felt like you had a pretty decent chance and heading into that game. Um, the matchup terrified me and it played out, you know, in a fairly predictable fashion. Um and, and I am literally where you're in that haze and, and the glow and the glory. I am in, uh, I am the in the bathroom of, uh, on the floor. 2020 you, fantasy football rehab. I'm in, I'm you in just don't know what rehab. No, I deleted the app off my phone. I haven't checked. I haven't done anything. <laughs> you're laughing because it's true. And I know that Butch is laughing. Champ Butch is laughing because she, she, she knows me well enough to know that's exactly what I did. I was like, you know, bam. And I curled um, up in a ball, laying on the the bathroom floor, just kind of sobbing. And... <laughs> oh, it's true, America. It's true. And um, fortunately, it's uh, it's time for some pro football um, to do some happy scouting, to do some looking back and looking forward to the 2021 season. At least that's my approach, and I hope that uh, other people might take that approach too. There have been uh, so many things, Mr. Kavasa, that, uh, again, being in fantasy football rehab and being America's commissioner, I think I just, uh, I think I want to take a little step back and, and try and fit into the program. Where are we going, Mr. Kavasa? What are we doing? Oh, man. So it's nice not to have an agenda. Butcher, it's nice to have you. Champsky, your reign has begun, and this is the official, you know, um, the butcher has a special jacket that she wore all year, and she's going to take off that jacket, and she's going to hand that jacket to you here in our ceremony. So uh, have at it, guys. Well, that jacket's probably going to be a little big. Huh? 
deck is going to be a little big on me, but I'll grow into it. Well, oh. don't mind. Oh. Oh. Don't mind the stains on the front. I was going to have it dry clean, but, you know, that's not my style. So. Oh, how you doing? You wait till you see the stains next year. I think that that's how it should just be. It just gets love every year. It just builds up some nice uh, patina, and you pass it on to the next person. Deal. Although I don't plan on giving it up for another year or two. Uh, Well, good for you. Congratulations. You'll have it at least until this year, or this time next year. So you're trying to tell us your full name by the time it's like 2022, you're going to be Champ Champsky, right? Is that what you're telling uh, me? And then you're going to be Champ Champsky the third because this dynasty is going to roll and move uh, on. I believe that's what we're going to repeat, repeat Champsky. You can right. call me Pete, Pete for short. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Champsky. There you go. Pete Chansky the third when you when you've dominated and taking care of your business. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I have uh I have to tell you, Butcher, Tom Brady put up thirty-seven fantasy points last week and I wish that he was done. I really do. Uh, but as I was watching that lion game and my opponent not only had Josh Allen but had Tom Brady going, and I was real fortunate to be in it on Monday night. That uh, that all these things, uh, my goodness, it's time for some uh, playoff football. Do you know anyone, any of you who uh, have a week 17 in their fantasy football season? Does I mean, do you know anyone who has that? At a, any no. of you guys? No, I am not aware of that. I remember the first time uh, the first year I did the league that we were in back. It was a while ago. And. I didn't realize that at the time. Call me a rookie. Call me whatever. Don't call me late for dinner. But uh, I did it, and I was immediately called out, and I was like, oops. Didn't realize that, guys. Sorry, we're playing 17 weeks. Well, don't get me wrong. I think Tom Brady had an excellent game. I just don't I don't see it continuing. I, I just don't. It's. I think he... He had his game, and that was it. There is, uh, there's every, uh, there's every reason to believe that when the playoffs start, he'll get through the first round, and then it's a then it's a fifty fifty proposition. He'll, yeah, I, you know, I, I haven't looked at quite how the matchups are going. Everything's going to work out, but the uh, the Tampa Bay team um, is is got a nice club. They're playing better football. But the Packers can beat them. The Saints can beat them on a good day. The Seahawks can beat them. And I'll tell you what, the NFC East winner, if they were to happen to play Tampa, can beat them. So I agree. It's going to be I, uh, gonna be very, I don't be because the GOAT only gets stronger once the playoffs come. Just like LeBron. He's saving Who? it. Oh, my He's God. saving it for the playoffs. <laughs> the greatest Ooh. quarterback of all time has been just you know, bird dogging it for the last six, sixteen, seventeen weeks, saving it for the playoffs. So he saying, knows he's got four weeks in him. He's gonna go so Tom fucking Brady on everybody. He's to gonna come? win the national uh, football conference. 
Mark my wow, words, Vegas. Mark my words. Tommy's gonna do it. I'm telling you, Tommy's gonna do it. Don't be knocking Tommy. I'm sorry, Tommy. Oh my goodness! Is calling him old. Atlanta Falcons are uh, moving Call, down. Keep to calling him old. He's gonna go into oh. like Phoenix. He's just gonna be a, just a ball of fire throwing touchdowns. You won't even be able to see his body. You'll just see flames. He's that powerful. <laughs> Tom Brady, if he were on this program right now, would be the oldest person on the telephone. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> we wish. We wish. <laughs> yes. And the Atlanta Falcons are going into Tampa this weekend, and uh, Atlanta Falcons are going to play a competitive game this time against Tampa. I hope that Mr. Brady plays a couple minutes and gets ready for the playoffs. Because uh, I I got a uh, dollar to your favorite charity that Tom Brady does not, not, not play in the NFC championship game. I'll make that wager right now. Let's Okay, let me get my wager pad out here because we're wagering. I got crayons. I got crayons. You got crayons, uh, Butcher? No, I got a Sharpie. You use magic markers. I use permanent markers. Permanent. (laughs) Permanent. On your Permanent. forehead, if you pass out too soon, she'll use it on your forehead. Absolutely. That I know. I had one of them curly Q mustaches about 25 years ago, and people were chuckling when I woke up with a curly Q mustache, and there was a star on my forehead. And then as, as my eyes focused, I saw Kavasa and Butcher laughing in the corner, and I realized, I know where my, I know where this came from. There you have it. I don't know what there you're you talking it. about. There you have it. All the butchers' permanent. markets markers are permanent. <laughs> and Mr. Kilbasa, as we know, has—I don't know if you know this, James—but Mr. Kilbasa has a pocket folder full of uh, gold stars that he likes to give out. It's amazing. Uh, I was not aware of that, but I guess I've never deserved one. So. <laughs> Nobody deserves one. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the Italian. No They've been in my it. pocket for years. <laughs> Deserves got nothing to do with it. Yeah, I love that line. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have uh I'll tell you what, Butcher. I am still in rehab. What in fantasy football twenty twenty one interests you at the close of this year? What are you looking at? At at some of these teams, Butcher, what are you are you doing any early scouting? Or are you just going to be involved in enjoying the pro game from here on out for the rest of the year? How are you approaching this part of the year? No, I will not think about fantasy football until after the Super Bowl. After that, that's, you know, I need to still put out the flames of my dumpster fire of a year. So it's still smoldering in the corner. So I don't, I'm not going to think about it. Although, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, on my uh, short list, so. Of favorite men with beards. Absolutely. Yeah. You can have uh, any league that you're in with Mr. Kielbasa. You better jump if you want Aaron Rodgers. That's what I I know he's got a bromance with Aaron. I want to pose, I want to posit the question. I think, I think that the days or whatever the short era was of running backs being more important than quarterbacks, I think it's over. And it used to be the quarterbacks were the most important, then everybody was running backs, running backs, running backs. I think those days are done. I proved it. I think so. I think so. It's a quarterback uh, quarterback season coming up. 
But let's not t- don't tell your friends that though. Let them keep thinking running back, running back, running back, and then when they start reaching for running backs, you grab a quarterback, then grab a running back, then grab a wide receiver, then go to the finals like I did and shit the paint, shit the bed. If, if you had uh if if you want to really say this, you could have picked up Andy Dalton for the last two seasons and won your fantasy football championship. Free agent, free agent. If you wanted to pick up Kirk Cousins, you would have been in a position he was the fifth, sixth scoring quarterback in week 16. You would have won your championship playoffs. Patrick Mahomes put up 23 points. If I had Andy Dalton with 32, you're speaking to the second champion on this call. It's a fascinating way to approach a quarterback. Do you say this, this, you know, Chansky, this is the way I approach it. Get your quarterback. Identify your guy. Get him. Because you do not want to play necessarily quarterback roulette. If you drafted uh, Matt Ryan, you didn't make it to the championship game. But in the last week of week 16, Josh Allen was drafted. Tom Brady was drafted. Andy Dalton, no chance. Aaron Rodgers was drafted. Then everyone gave up on. And then it becomes Watson, Cousins, Trubinsky, and a kid named Brandon Allen, all undrafted. And it is fascinating when to pull the trigger on Jared Goff and cut him. When to say, when to say, you know, Russell Wilson, you're going to give me 21 points. It's not good enough. You know, Kyler Murray, we drafted you as a high guy. You're not going to win us a championship. It's it's the luck of the draw, and it's a, it's, it's an amazing thing to do. You got to make it to the championship game, and then you got to be nimble. And yours truly uh, sacrificed on the nimble and went tumble tumble. And I'm going to keep that in mind for next year on how I approach my quarterback. I'm going to get my guy. But I am not going to be pigeonholed into a candy camp uh, scenario. Um, and I'm sorry, Butcher, if it hurts, but it's the truth. And truth hurts. I, well, you learn from your friends and you learn these things. I'm going to I'm going to work really hard to be a little bit better at what we do as America's commissioner and here on the fantasy football ferocity in 2021. I'm sorry, guys. I got to look forward. I do. I do happy scouting all the time. Mr. Kowski, what do you do like this time of year? Do you get back into the pro game a little bit? and Or do you look at players and, and make like mental notes or like I do crayon notes or like Butcher does Sharpie notes all over the He gets bombed like the rest of us. Uh, yeah, that's really priority one is getting bombed. Um, <laughs> big around, you know, Christmas, New Year. The old Christmas bender. Uh, my favorite. That's my, <laughs> my favorite time to get bombed. Um Honestly, I'm just uh, still celebrating the champ, but um, I kind of don't really. Uh, I, I'd like to not think about fantasy for a while. Uh, as a Browns fan, normally this I'm I'm done with pro football about October, so uh, <laughs> it's kind of nice to just have something to look forward to this weekend. Hopefully, we can. Uh, take home a victory against the Steelers and get into the playoffs for the first time in forever. Okay. And, and, God, and I hope uh, so, man. Yeah, man. And just for the record, as we kiss this season goodbye, um, I played in the bronze medal match against Papa Shot, Believe Land, 
and I scored <laughs> the I had the highest score of the week, guys. So uh, Kowski ended up with 118 points, and the bronze medalist won with 121 points. So there's that, which is really just like salt in the wounds, you know. It's just like salt in the wounds. Yeah, that's that that is actually that's exactly what that is. Yeah, absolutely. And then last week when uh, Kowski beat me in the semis. He had 106 points. Television's own Mark Aram had 117. So if they would have played last week, Television's own Mark Aram would have won. And if I would have played Believe Land last week, he had 70 points, and then I had 95 points. So it could have been me against Mark Aram in the finals, but no, it wasn't. Sounds like someone else. Good, water, Good game, bro. It's a big well dose of fan. That's on the That's sign of football rehab, by the way. That's what that was Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Everyone enter. Yeah. The long winner oh. of coulda, shoulda, woulda. I got to make a t-shirt. I survived fantasy football rehab because <laughs> Mr. Cabasa, you're going to, I can tell you're going to be problematic in that room with us. man. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. You go down the basement and you work on you. That's what you do. <laughs> Put in the work. All right, then. There is, uh, is there any like pro football news this week, Mr. Cabasa, that we can cover here that's important? What do you uh, think? Uh, yeah, well, uh, the Cleveland Browns are playing a pretty important game. Uh, against, Who are you playing this week? Yeah, we're playing the, the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Stellars. Um, and we're at home, and they don't care about this game. They don't need to care about this game. Uh, but that's probably the most dangerous thing we could probably ask for is that we think that they think that they don't have to play. <coughs> Excuse me. Whew. I do. I do find it funny that uh, like Miles Garrett has been like nominated for like NFL Player of the Year, and. Now we're coming back here, last game of the year. He's going to get another shot against Mason Rudolph, who <laughs> basically was the what got him suspended at the end of last year, the five or six game suspension for mashing him with his own helmet. But um, so I don't know. It's kind of uh, that seems like forever ago, and whatever that was that the Walter Payton Award or something like the, that. Yeah, the, the man of the year. <laughs> That is a completely bogus, that is so bogus, the man of the year stuff, and so much propaganda around it. I had cursed uh, Roger Goodell a week or two ago for it. Uh, My J-E-P-S Jets nominee for man of the year was cut in week 12. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Don't ever be sorry for laughing at Mishy, Butcher. <laughs> I was laughing at the Jets more than Mishy. I mean, that's just too typical of the Jets. It's it's remarkable. And Miles Miles Garrett is man of the man of the year. I saw his little promo. He went to uh, some foreign country with uh, with the aid of I don't know whom. And this summer, and he had a nice hat on, and he was like teaching the kids how to read English or something. And that was his contribution to being the man of the year. Baker Mayfield shopping next to the Cleveland Stadium and then carrying the groceries in. Now that should have been the man of the year award. I think Baker Mayfield's commercials have made a full turn. 
Baker Mayfield is the man of the year in Cleveland, Ohio, hands down. He's my nominee. Next year, Baker's going to be my nominee. Don't tell anybody I'm still on the Baker bandwagon. Uh, so am I. So am I. I think he's going to have a nice ball game. Here's a, uh, a nice ball a game. He's going to have a nice ball game. It's going to be nice. Ball game is nice. I like the word nice. You guys nice don't ball like games don't nice? win championships, though. <laughs> When you're playing a team game, if everybody plays nice, you're a double-digit winner. You're That's not the NFL. No, you have to be what? You have to do your job and stay in your lane? What do you got to do? Baker Mayfield's got to be nice. Baker Mayfield's got to throw 21 no nice. out of 28 This is the NFL. Out. No, no nice. You don't play nice, especially when No, you don't. Oh, no. You see, but you, you don't play nice like, like you're in kindergarten. When I say nice, he's going to have like a 70% passion, passing completion, 285 okay. touchdown. He's nice. 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 Had a nice not game. stellar. He's going to be nice, but not stellar. He, he just needs to be nice. He, he doesn't need to be, you know, the incarnation of Dan Marino for hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns to make the playoffs. You need to open budget for $217. We can go to Cleveland, Ohio this weekend and have tickets for this game. Huh. What are the chances of Mr. Kibasa <laughs> getting that private plane and with the snow gear on it, land on that mountain you're hanging out on, and then turn around and land on the beach, and I'll take the kayak out, and I'll jump in the seaplane, and we all go to Cleveland, Ohio. Like Battle of the Planets, when all the uh, the four people come together, one person's riding a motorcycle, one person's in an airplane, and then one person's uh, in some sort of buggy thing, and they all come together in the main spaceship, and then they turn into a phoenix. In in, in Kabasa's private plane, of course. I'm afraid you know, we might... Batman. If I did try to swing it out to the mountains, I'm afraid that I, we would probably be hit with some heavy surface-to-air missiles coming in to try to get the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> so away. it would be hostile He's territory uh i don't know if i can maneuver that well in the uh <laughs> the phoenix jet thingy mothership you can uh i'll tell you what you're gonna have you're gonna have some valuable cargo so pick me up first and no pick 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 champ pick the champ kowski up come around swing around come and get mishy and then we'll make sure, you know, we'll have all the gear. We'll go at night. We'll go dark. It'll be good. But you, we'll put the ladder out. Oh, so we're going, we're dropping in. you in and you're you're going recon. You're parachuting in and recon and then we'll circle. Is this like an Avengers movie or something yeah. plot that we're doing? Yeah, we're going to hook, we're, to you're going to have to hook a, hook a wire to your belt when we ex- evacuate. <laughs> you have one of them in your backpack. I know you're prepared for all endeavors there, Butcher. You're, you're ready to go. Absolutely. And, and we'd we be going to Cleveland. Can we go somewhere else in this private plane? Not this know, week. But... Not this week. <laughs> February. Kowski, yes. Champ Kowski, tell me yes, what the Cleveland sir. Brown. Tell, tell America, Oslo, Red Hook, tell the world what the Cleveland Browns are going to do to the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend. Just, just please, you're the champ. Tell us what's going to happen. Well, let me just preface this by saying, uh, you know, I was the one that declared there was no chance they would lose to the Jets last <laughs> week. So uh, that was a kiss of death, so right there. So what the hell butcher. do I know? Um, you know what? I think they're going to get it done. Kind of like you said, Baker will have a nice game. 
but uh, he's not going to need to do anything too special here. Hopefully, I think the I'm hoping that the Steelers are going to mail this one in, and uh, we got the the game at home. Steelers don't have much to play for. I think the Browns are going to do it, get it done, and get in the playoffs. Yeah, Woo! yeah. <laughs> For the first time since 02, is that right? Yes. Jeez. Who is? I mean, who is the quarterback on the Cleveland Brownies? Is that particular juncture in, in, in uh, the history? I believe that was the Kelly Holcomb era. Era. Oh, <laughs> Kelly Holcomb era. Yeah, that was he was Kelly he Holcomb. was a backup, and then I think they kind of went. Didn't was was Couch still on the team then? Was he hurt? Um. I feel like he. I feel like there were some injury problems that got him, got him the job, and he came in. But I don't remember. I mean, I know Couch got the crap beat out of him Dude, for a few years. So many so quarterbacks kinda, got ruined. So many promising young quarterbacks got ruined in Cleveland, and he yeah. was the first one. And Holcomb was the second. Kelly Holcomb, man, when he was on though, he was slinging it. He he. It took he three losses pretty, uh, to the Steelers. And including that last one, I believe we had a 17-point lead in the fourth uh, quarter. <laughs> the collapse, as I like to call it. Wow. This year, you guys are the number seven seed as it currently stands. And uh, you got a tiebreaker over the next team, the Colts. And the Ravens got the tiebreakers ahead of you. That's fascinating. So... Who would that set us up with if the if the things the current who's the number two seed at the current moment? Is that the Steelers? The number two seed or yeah. the Buffalo Bills. Oh. Oh, okay. So we could Oh, that'd be interesting. There's been some good Browns Bills playoff games. I'm under the impression that they should be in uh, division rivals. They should be in the same division. In Michi's realignment of the National Football League, that would be a uh-huh. logical one. That would be a very logical one for me. Um, Just go Ohio, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Take Detroit up there with you. Yeah, I'll take Detroit. Ooh, all right. Let's take, take Sandwich City. That could know, be, uh, um, be interesting. You know, the trip to Buffalo is, is you know, what, what takes more time, the trip to Buffalo or the trip out, uh, down to the lake, the Lake Erie division? Sure. <laughs> sure. Who, uh, which is a longer trip for, uh, from the uh, Cleveland Municipal Stadium or wherever the heck they call it these days? What's it, what takes more time, going to Buffalo or, or going to uh, Yinzerland down in Pittsburgh? Uh. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. As, Buffalo's like three and a half hours from Cleveland, and uh, Pittsburgh's only like two hours. Okay. You know, out of all the places I've been, I've had some fun in Pittsburgh, but I think I would rather drive to Buffalo. If you haven't been there in 20 years, it's a whole different world. Well, I have been. You see, I get around every once in a while. I get and, around. Uh, I may not get around a championship in this year, 2020, but Mickey likes to... Uh, Michi likes to go explore the so world. So, Michi, don't don't can. think that you're going to get off uh, without telling us about your game, Michi. Let's talk about Michi's final 
in his league that, oh, man, oh, man, it didn't come out the way he wanted it either. So, Missy, what happened? You had Patrick Mahomes. I had Patrick Mahomes. We were in the finals, and everybody who had Patrick Mahomes made it to the finals and lost, I bet. And we both lost. And that is correct. Um, we went through the list before. If, uh, if, if Mitchell Trubisky can outscore Jared Goff, and Andy Dalton could outscore um, Patrick Mahomes by eight plus points. Um, you know, you know the world's not right, and it wasn't built for me to get the job done. Um, it's a two quarterback league that we were in, and uh, I rode the boat with the biggest mistake of 2020, and that was Jared Goff. And if I was, how uh, we say, bright enough, wise enough not foolhardy enough to believe my own uh, mentality I would have known better and I would have made a, a quarterback uh, maneuver, make a quarterback switch found this year's Blake Bortles, plugged in Andy Dalton and won my uh, won myself a championship it's uh, it, it was a mistake and that is the nature of my beast I had uh Running backs, running backs were my strong point this year. They put me where I needed to be. I had uh, uh, Mr. Lockett said hello and then said goodbye and little else. And I still made it to a championship game. The positive, Mr. Cabasa, is I had never played a PPR league. And this is a two-quarterback league. And um, I made it to the promised land and then fell precipitously off the cliff. It was a, uh, it, you know, I did not have the best team. I knew that, but I was still in it to win it. And I had nothing. I had nothing. I made my adjustments, picked up Mr. Wilson from the 49ers, but I did not make my adjustment at wide receiver. And I did not make my adjustment at quarterback. And I still lost by eight points. And uh, I have been in scenarios where um, I've lost championships in the last minute of a game. Literally lost it in the last minute of a game. Christian McCaffrey one time caught the ball on his back hip, um, ran for enough yards, and and that was like a two-point loss in a championship game. Um, And in this instance, uh, it hurt, I must admit. And it still hurts, and uh, the door to rehab is firmly open for yours, too. Because America, Oslo, Red Hook, Champ Butcher, Champ Kowski, Mr. Kilbox. I am going to come back bigger and better, and I'm going to kick all y'all's ass next year. <laughs> wow. And that is, oh, I feel like I'm coming out of rehab right now, but I'm feeling a little more like myself. And... I'm going to make a point to uh, just stay ahead of the curve as best I can. My manipulations to find the better, better, best defense um, was good. It wasn't great. And, you know, I have uh, I have just some mental notes that I'm going to re- re- kind of constitute. I'm going to relive the game when I'm emotionally ready to. It's not yet. And uh, I'm going to try to get down with the pro game going to try to get down with some touchdown makers i'm going to call my friends in las vegas i'm going to call my friends in new jersey who do FanDuel. and uh much like last year when fantasy football was over miss you going to look to clean up a little bit on the pro game that's how i feel about things that's that was that mr kibasa that is my feelings right now on the disappointment the heartbreak the heartache 
the Loserville scenario that I absolutely do from 2021 fantasy football. And we thank you for place. we thank you for bearing your soul because it's tough, man. I, I was there. I'm right there with you every it's step hard. of the way. It's hard, man. It it's is. Hard. It's hard. We thank hug you. and we thank can you. hug. And I'll tell Virtually. you one thing: everybody should do before if you're in a finals of a fantasy football league, you should mop the floor of your bathroom because if you lose, you're going to be prostrated. <laughs> fetal position. Fetal position. Fetal on the position. Floor. Good and, fetal and maybe position. hide hide like a little bottle of whiskey down somewhere on behind the toilet. So when you're down there, you can at least have yourself a drink. Or put it there for later, whatever. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> for, for a plastic one, a pla- not a glass. You know, a little plastic thing. Like, and uh, so when you're it's, down there in the dark, you can just reach for it, and then you can unscrew it and take it to your lips. And Mr. The, the dark, and uh, Mr. Kowski, nude and just Josh sticky, Allen. and everything's going bad. <laughs> that little taste of Josh whiskey Allen. will be what gets you through. It'll be what gets you through. <laughs> Hey what boys, Mr. I, uh... just said, Ms. Butcher, I got to finish my, my bleeding. <laughs> okay. What Mr. Kibasa just said is exactly what happened to America's commissioner when I saw that I was going to lose that ballgame. And it took 36 hours. Um, all right, full, full disclosure, it took 36 hours. And then I had to open the door to what it should have could have rehab fantasy football 2020. Butcher, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I can't say no any more about my game. It's a pleasure, as always, speaking Butcher, to you. Butcher, we thank you for coming out. And hey, maybe we'll stick together through the playoffs and have another one next week as a first foray into 2021. And unfortunately, we lost Kowski there for a minute, so I'm going to have to call him back right after we say goodbye to you, Butcher. See you later. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, champ. Butcher, excellent to speak to you. As always. Bye. Sorry about that. No problem. We just say goodbye to the fat fingers when I get a little couple drinks he's in me. Hey, man, it happens to the best of us, <laughs> especially when you have fat fingers 24 hours a day like I do, man. So we just say goodbye to the vegetarian butcher, Kowski. Right, Damn we... it. <laughs> I'm going to ask her a question. I'll tell you what. She's invited back next week, and so are you. And uh, maybe we get to ask her something then. <laughs> All right, I'll just have to I'll have to wait until I get this right, I guess. <laughs> oh, she's always got something to do, man. So I've got uh, Dish 199 on here with the last couple days of the winter scene. One of my favorite things to look forward to is the new. It's the only good thing about having Dish is every month they put on this new scape, and then you can just stare at it for hours, and it changes and everything. But men... What a great season it was, man. And here we go to the playoffs, and the Browns have everything on the table. And I'm scared shitless right now. I'm scared shitless. Um, I would be. probably be more scared just because. But, uh, you know, I think Cleveland sports teams have kind of sucked uh, a, a portion of my soul out of me, you know, quite some time ago. So I'm always prepared for the worst. But, uh, you know, just the way that that uh, Miami Las Vegas game ended the other day to kind of keep, keep the dolphins alive. Yeah. Playoffs. And then all the COVID uh, stuff hitting the Browns. I mean, 
that would just that would just be such a Browns way for this season to end. Yeah. So uh, believe me, I'm, I'm fully prepared for the worst. <laughs> and kind of like uh, Voldemort, uh, you know, split his soul into nine pieces. Uh, I feel like the Browns kind of split my soul into a few pieces, the Indians a few more pieces. Uh, you know, it's just shattered at this point. Souls just floating in a million different pieces, Mishy. I feel uh I feel you you uh Cleveland Brown backers take it a lot more personally than me as a New York Jet backer. I look at my particular team with uh mostly disgust. Um and it it has never waned. I am not optimistic. I continue to root for them because I just can't change teams. I just can't. And I would like to, but I can't. And you guys in Cleveland still take it way hard. And I guess that's a, a better place to be than me saying, oh, we're going to we're going to we're going to suck anyway. I'll tell you what, it's, it's no fun being a New York football jet fan. And I'm a little envious of you Cleveland Brown backers. Hashtag America's team. Hashtag Cleveland Browns. Yeah, because the well, Jets fans just lost hope a long time ago. And the Browns fans, that we've been beaten and scorned and having our team taken away and sucked for 20 years, but still, there's hope. This surely is. Bullshit, this surely that is. Bullshit Midwestern Ever since hope. We, I think the key was uh, hiring a good Polish man, Kevin Stefanski. So. Uh, you know, oh. got my endorsement, and I think uh, I think the Kevin Stefanski era in Cleveland will be uh, quite something we can look back on down the road. I believe at this juncture you should trademark Champski right now, Champ, <laughs> because Mister Stefanski might want to be called Champski coming Mr. up here anytime now. It would be Stefanski. He, he, he can he can have it if he gets it done. It's all his. No, you can be Cham- uh, you can be Chamsky and he can be St- Steph Chansky. Steph Chamsky. Yeah. Steph Chamsky? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would like that. You can be cousins. <laughs> like the Starks and the Car Starks in Game of Thrones. All right. You have to take care of some business this weekend. And I'm a, I'm of the belief that you will take care of your business because this is a must-win game for you. It's a you playoff in, game. You get, it's a, it is the first playoff game. The You're playing against a team. If And when you beat the Steelers this weekend, you're going to go up, you're going to shuffle down, and you're going to find yourself in Buffalo. Might as well get your game face on right now. And our friends in the desert – have the uh, Cleveland Browns as a nine and a half point favorites with that's, an over under of 42. That's not a lot of points. That's not a lot of points. I'm at getting all. rich off of taking <sighs> Pittsburgh plus 10 and the under all day. I'm, t- I'm betting the farm on that. And that, right. that still means the Browns can win. And you get rich. It does. Well, for uh, a five hundred dollar parlay, you could win eleven hundred dollars. That's not too bad. America, get your crayons out. Call your friends in the desert. Call Michi. I'll get it in. You're still gonna owe me a dollar, <laughs> but you're gonna 
but you're going to own Mr. Kabasa a little bit more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah. Where can they uh, find you, Mr. Kabasa? these uh, days yeah well uh johnny kabas on twitter johnny kabas rocks i remember name you're ready for some football aren't you oh uh, um, dude uh everybody's still here we got one more day and then uh one more day for me until no drink in january starts that'll be fun have you ever heard of such nonsense uh Chamsky? only from this nonsense <laughs> Well, what the fun? Uh, the, I mean, the fun part about it is, I, I, is I get Kowski has a Super Bowl party every year, which hey, I, I guess we might probably won't have it this year, but that's usually the first weekend of February, and I go from zero to sixty right at once. It's great. Yeah, does we'll he end be, up uh, under I'm the table? Up my, uh, yeah, I usually just have to retire to bed at some point and let the party <laughs> continue without me, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping maybe enough of my friends get, uh, COVID that, uh, you know, by then we'll just all have had it. So we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. We're going to have a herd immunity party at, uh, Chamsky's house. That's yep. what he's trying to tell us, America. Playing spin the bottle. Gee, yeah, not really. <laughs> I've heard about, well, depends, depends, depends. The ski, the, the ski women are, the ski women are the ski women. And they're all right. Uh, so so Michi, who's uh who's who are the Jets playing this week? My New York football Jets play the uh the terrible, terrible cost me a championship with their defense, New England Patriots. The final week of and, the year. And uh I don't know what the weather's gonna be, but the Jets and Patriots can always be a fun game. I think the Jets uh the Jets are gonna beat the Patriots. Um, I just am optimistic that my Jets will be a three-win team. And uh, my personal opinion is that they're going to keep Sam Darnold, continue to build their O-line, find some quality running backs, and uh, continue to play better brand of football. Right now, the Jets uh, not only have to you know, leapfrog a bad New England team, but the Miami Dolphins are a team on ascension. And the Buffalo Bills are certainly uh, a team that's a very good football team. So it's it's behooving on the Jets to make some good decisions moving forward in the, in you know twenty twenty one and 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 onward. Better draft picks, build their team, um, and let Sam Darnold mature with some with a healthy O line and some healthy wide receivers, and bring in the talent at running back. And that's my formula for a little bit of better football for my New York football Jets. That's what I want. That's what I want. I've been told crazy that uh, the Clemson quarterback is the savior of all saviors. Well, you lost them. Um, you lost them by winning a game. I, I don't believe in saviors of all saviors. You're going to pass up Mr. Justin Kowski. Fields. He's the number two guy, man. No, we have Sam Darnold. Let him mature. Mr. Kowski, I did a little NFL thinking. I want to run this by a champion, okay? Can I run this by a <laughs> All right. I'll be Sorry, back. Mr. Of course. Kowski. Happy to help. <laughs> the the uh, romance, the must-have of this phrase, franchise quarterback, is everywhere. And with very few exceptions, in my breaking things down, does number one quarterback 
actually become a franchise quarterback. Um, over the last few years, you got Lamar Jackson. He's fine. The Cincinnati Bengals brought in a number one pick. He may never walk the same again. The Cowboys have Dak Prescott, who was a third round pick, not a number one pick, third round pick versus the Giants this weekend, for instance, who have Danny Dimes, a number one pick bust. The Miami Dolphins got Tua. It's an experiment. Um, their last number one guy, Tannehill, is now leading the Titans. Bust. Um, Josh Allen is was a first-round pick. Nice. There, what I mean to say is the, the idea that these franchise must-have quarterbacks turn into abject failures and will set back your football team if you don't focus on your O-line, your pass rushers, your defensive backfield. And Mr. Kowski, the question is this, are NFL teams making a mistake by focusing so desperately on a savior at quarterback and they do more damage in the long term to their football teams? What, that's my opinion. What do you think about that, Mr. Mr. Chips? Uh, I think there's definitely something to be said for that, especially as a Browns fan, because uh, you've just seen so many quarterbacks go through here and over the last 20 years and really not do anything. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily because those guys were terrible, but you need a sporting crew, that's for sure. And, like, Tim Couch, uh, you know, kind of comes is probably one of those guys that is that number one first-round kind of bust. But the thing is, Compared to so many of these other crappy quarterbacks the Browns have had, he's one of the most successful ones. But he got the crap beat out of him because we just didn't have the guys around him, and he didn't last long. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a team game. You need you need some help, or those quarterbacks aren't going to be able to complete passes no matter how good they are. And if you take a, continue to take a number one pick, you're going to miss out on the O-line and you're going to get your guy killed. You're going to miss out on defensive players that are going to solidify your program. And thus, Mr. Kilbasa, I am saying to the world that the Jets are keeping Darnold, and they're going to allow him to mature, which is the opposite of my franchise quarterback. I need one now. And I think, in my mind's eye, men, that Man. that will become the trend in the National Football League very shortly. Clem, ha- I called him Clem Haskins last week. I didn't mean to. But <laughs> yeah, you did. Clem. But, but Mr. <laughs> That's all Haskins, he is now, man. Fucking Clem. Haskins. Now he's, you know, now he's gone. Poor and guy, man. I feel bad for him. All he did was go to the strip club. Listen, there's a double standard involved that I don't exactly want to get into right now. That's no, bullshit. But, I mean, not you. The, I, the, I mean, the standard is bullshit. Yeah. Oh, completely. And the, again, from what I'm seeing, and Chamsky, sometimes Mitchie is known to be five, ten years, twenty years ahead sometimes. And it's just the way it's been my my whole existence. And being 108 years old really helps. But I can see these pro teams taking the Russell Wilson approach, third round quarterback. Um, not taking the Mitchell Trubisky approach, not um, not taking yeah, the Browns Darnold, had like six um, GMs who thought they were the smartest guy in the room. 
I am the smartest guy. No, not room, you. But I'm not a champion. I know, but I, that's what I'm saying. I'm. Um, but I got Shamkowski here, and and he's of course the smartest person in the room. I moved to number three, obviously. Um, number four when the butcher's on the phone, but that's okay. It's a talented group. That's I'm not okay true. With that. <laughs> okay, it's a ta- it's a talented group, Mr. Kowski. It's a talented group. But how do you do? You see that potential from these general managers giving these uh, quarterbacks a little more time and more talent around them? Do you think that's a possibility, or do you think the home run hitter, as it were, the franchise quarterback, will continue to be the theme and thus really degrade rather than help certain teams? I, I know I'm sticking with it, but I want to hear a little more from you, please. Well, it's an interesting point of view. I guess I would say, yeah, this seems, seems like a good direction for things to go. I mean, just with even like Baker Mayfield, he's gone through so many coaches and offensive coordinators, and you know he's obviously having his best season so far. So, I mean, there's definitely something to be said for patience. Um, I think with somebody like Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he seems like pretty much a can't miss hit. But I feel like, you know, there's how many of those can't-miss picks have there been over the last 20 years and how many of them have missed. So, uh, you know, right now he does seem just like a a sure thing, but there's no sure things in this league. No, no. I I call out Joe Burrow one more time. Joe Burrow. And the nature of his injury. Um, is pretty is 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 challenged to sports medicine. He did a lot of damage to himself, and the Cincinnati team. I'm not saying they shouldn't have picked him. I am saying they were not prepared to have that kind of person on their ball club because they got him mangled and bangled and beaten and beaten the tar out of him. And yeah, even before even before that injury, I mean, he was taking a lot of hits all year long. So, uh, obviously, uh, it was, it almost kind of seemed inevitable looking back on it. Yeah. And we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. I have, uh, I don't know. I, I just, it's just something that struck me that everyone needs this quick fix and they're not building their football teams correctly. And I thought it was, we can go up and down any name, but um, my loose math, you know, and I, I go on the beach and I do this in the sand, so it never lasts or else I, I should take a picture. But I'll go do this in the sand and, you know, do do my little thinking up there and, and write it down in the sand again. And I'm, I'm thinking that it is almost a tragedy, you know, to say we're going to bring in Danny Dimes and he's going to be our man forever. And we're going to bring in Johnny Manziel, number one, and we're going to make him this. Oh. Uh, I had to. Um, we're going to bring in uh, Marcus Mariota to Tennessee with the number one pick, you know, followed by Jameis Winston. One of the, they were number one, too. Him, them and Jameis Winston the same year, the surefire guys. They're not even on the same teams anymore. They may never start again. And it sets your team back and – for all the general managers out there listening, you can find Michi on the beach if you need a conversation. But I would recommend going through Champ Skeet and then Mr. Kilbasa and then coming to see Michi. You'll get a very well-rounded experience. He's hard to schedule, everybody. But it will, uh, if you get on our calendar, maybe we can get you on his calendar. That's it. It's That's it. Calendar. 
you guys want to go around the league and win people some money here? Maybe a little, uh, you know, go through the games, pick a winner, pick the point spread. What do you think, fellas? Pick a touchdown maker for those people with FanDuel and make them a couple months, a couple dollars real quick. What do you think? Sounds good to me, Mishy. All right. All right. Mr. Kabasi, do you have the standard schedule for this week in the National Football Let me look it up here real quick. All right. Yeah. If you fellas don't mind, can I join you and uh, open up my first adult beverage of the evening? Please. All right. I'm going to get my crayons out, and I'm pressing buttons. And uh, if any of you guys like any of these things, I'm going to send it to the – we're going to send the dollar – to the uh, desert and, and try and win us a couple of dollars as well. Just so everyone knows. Every game this week will be played on Sunday because that's how you Perfect. do it. And there's no game on Monday. There's no game on Thursday. And we're coming off a week with like what? Football four days in a row. That was pretty sweet. But not this time. We're going to end it all on Sunday, January 3rd. Football. Nothing but football, Michi. Nothing but football, Chansky. And we're going to start off big. Miami, Buffalo. What do you guys think about that real quick? Buffalo's given a point and a half. And the over and under is off. So everyone knows. Buffalo's given a point and a half. And the over and under hasn't been posted. There you Chansky, go. you start. Oh. So what they don't they haven't posted the over under. Does that mean there's kind of like some implications as far as Buffalo not having anything to play for? There certainly is, Ollie. There certainly is. Uh, so they'll, what's the they'll, question? they'll post it. They'll post it close to the, they'll post it close to game day. Buffalo's favored. Buffalo's given a point and a half to Miami. Pick the winner, please. Uh, it's got to be Buffalo. They're, with they're the hot. points as well? You good with the points? Yeah. Giving the point yeah. and a half? Okay. Hey, look, Josh Allen just won me a title. I uh, got a lot of faith in the guy right now. All right. There you Mr. go. Mr. Kielbasa, what say you about this game? I'm going to agree with Kowski on that one. There you go. Right. I would I would, uh, I would, would take the money line personally. I would take the money line take. Take and I would take the upset this week. I would take the Dolphins to win this game, and I would take them with a point and a half. Where are we going next, Mr. Kibasa? All right, I'm switching over to the CBS Sports uh, NFL odds and matchup for Week 17. Everybody, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers favored by six and a half points, according to me, and the over/under uh, way up there at fifty and a half. Michi and Kowski. Mr. Kowski, all deference to the champ. Where are you going on this game? Uh, Buccaneers are by, what, six and a half over the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, yeah, we've got to go with, uh, you know, one champ to another. I think uh, Tom Brady will get it done. The Falcons. I can't imagine the Falcons give two shits about what's going on right now. So uh, I think uh, I don't expect them to put up much of a fight. Maddie Ice's last game in Atlanta, Kowski? Um, I refuse to use that name, but, uh, you know, it's time for something. <laughs> All right, there you go. Time for a lot of changes in Atlanta. Agreed. 
Agreed. I would take the Buccaneers to win that game. I'm not so sure about the points. What about you, Mr. Kielbasa? I'm going under. That's the only bet I'm making on that. I'm taking the under on that one. Yeah. Mr. Kielbasa, I'm pressing that button. I like that. I like that. Where are we going next, Captain? Baltimore Ravens versus the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are getting 11 and a half points, and the over and under is 44 and a half. Oh, this is enticing. This is juicy. This is tempting right here. There's no playoff implications for Baltimore, is there? Let's have a quick look. Are they in? Yeah, they're the sixth seed right now. And they have a 10-5 and record, so they have to win this game. They have to win this game. Miami could leapfrog. Miami's already ahead of them, but uh, the Cleveland team could leapfrog them. They have to win this game. Mistakowski, it's 11.5 points uh, with Cincinnati, over under 44.5. What do you like? Over under 44. Uh, I like the over there. I feel like the, feel like the uh, Ravens are going to put a lot of points on the board. That's pretty good. Who's going to win that game, in your opinion? Is it going to be a Ravens game to win? Cincinnati has no chance? Is that your opinion? Um, I mean, just because... Uh, you know, I'm, I hate the Ravens, and I'm pessimistic. I feel like they're they're destined to win. All right, I uh, I would take the Bengals and the points, Mr. Kibasa. What about you? What I'm you taking the here? Bengals and the points, and I'm taking the over forty four and a half. Perfect. Yeah. And Perfect. It, Everyone's got their crayons out. We're making people some money here. Where are we going next, Captain? Hopefully a Bengals win will move them down in the uh, draft. That would be great. Okay, meanwhile, all sorts of implications here with two shitty teams playing for a playoff spot, I believe. Cowboys, Giants. Giants are getting two and a half. Meh. Over under 45 Cowboys, Giants. And all of a sudden this means something, right? Yeah. Does. Mr. Kowski, we start with you always. Where's that game at? That They're is playing in, in uh, New the Jersey. Uh, I feel like the, the Giants are the hot team right now between those two, so uh, I think they'll get it done at home. And then, how's that? T- how does that take off? Okay, what is that playoff implications? That means. Okay, Dallas wins a tiebreak over my Minnesota and San Francisco. Uh, Washington what? loses. If Washington loses, the winner of the National Football Conference plays in this game. If Washington wins, they're in. They're six. Okay, if they win, they're seven and nine. If they lose, they're six and ten. If Dallas wins, they're seven and nine. Oh man, can you imagine if the Cowboys made the fucking playoffs? And, well, okay, the, the Giants are out of it. Well, oh, the Giants aren't out of it. They're not. Giants even... win. Redskins lose. Giants win the division because they won a tiebreaker. Yeah. Wow, that's I'll, fucked I'll up. Tell you that what. is fucked up. That a five and ten team is playing for is playing for a playoff spot. <laughs> it's insane. And it's not it's the Browns. That's yeah, insane. It's not going to happen when you have these uh, small divisions of only four teams. Um, I mean, that's just you know you're bound to have a weird a weird one like this at some point. Definitely agreed. I would take. Uh, I would. I think the Cowboys are going to win this game personally. 
and I would take uh, I would take them for the win. What about you, Mister Cabasa? I just think that they're, they, they, I, every time I think that there's justice in the world, I'm proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the, the Cowboys are going to win and get in the fucking playoffs. And they're going to uh, win a game in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, that's a long-term bet. but that's, Dude, that's could you imagine if the Red Rifle brought home a Super Bowl? That would be the biggest fuck no. to everybody in the world. No, because their happen. defense is awful. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. The rifle's back. Yeah. Cowboys, the Giants. <laughs> more important than anybody thought it should be or could be. All right. We already talked about Miami Buffalo. Let's talk about Minnesota and Steak Sandwich City Lions. They're not giving you an over-under. They're not giving me one anyway. I got 54 and a half coming from Vegas. Okay. Okay, and Lions getting six and a half. This is an utterly meaningless game, right? Both of these teams have been eliminated. Correct. What say you, Mr. Cassie? Um, I, I zoned out there for a second. What happened? Uh, Cowboys. Uh, the, crappy, the crappy Vikings are playing the crappy Lions. Who's winning the ball game? Oof. Uh, gotta be the Vikings. Yeah, who cares? They're going to be without uh, Delvin Cook in this game. Um, oh, yeah. uh, Justin Jefferson uh, played pretty well for me. This so they'll be able to throw so. the ball all over. I think so. Would you give seven points, or would you just take uh, the Vikings for the W? I'll, go, I'll, take, I'll give them the point. All right. All right. What say you, Mr. Cabasa? I'm going to take the Vikings with W, not the points. What do you like in this? I'm going to take Steak Sandwich City in the six and a half, just to screw you guys. Ah, We got something to build on going into next year. Yourself and myself. All right. You know who? Do you know who the new uh, who just joined the, the the front office of the Detroit Lions? Spielman. Chris fucking Spielman, guys. Yep. He's an Ohio legend, isn't he? Yeah, and let's turn the fuck <laughs> yeah. off of that game, guys, because, oh, the New York football Jets looking at a three-game winning streak to save yeah. the job of their head coach. No. They're, they're going to take three and a half points going into Fox Bar. Over under 43, Mishy. Over under 43, Kowski. I'm going to buy a house, and it's going to be a big house, and it's going to be funded by me picking unders. <laughs> you can do that. What do you like in this meaningless ball game, Jamski? Uh, I think uh, I think I have to agree with uh, Johnny here. I don't see a lot of points in this game. I like the under as well. All right, I'm going to click that button and I'm sending that one in for a dollar. <laughs> I'm going to take the under as well. And uh, for the sake of uh, talk and and more talk. Um, Mr. Belichick, you're going to have to suffer through one more crappy ball game. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 win this game. And now, please, no more discussion. Where are we going next, Mr. Kielbasa? Da, da, ba, to the ba, game ba. of the week. The game of the week. Oh, oh God. I, there's, I don't think there's really one Browns fan that is 100% sure that we're going to win this game. There's 0% of that. There's nothing but 
fucking scared, hope, hopeless. And then we're getting, we're giving up six and a half points, and the over under is forty two and a half. Ugh, I'm going under. And uh, man, do you take? I think you take the Steelers on this. It's going to be a close game, but the Browns are going to win, and that's how you get rich. Mr. Kowski, what say you? Uh, you know what? I think the Browns are going to get it done. I don't think the Steelers have a lot of motivation in this game. I feel like the Browns are coming home. They've got all the reason in the world to, to play well. Although they did, uh, did they see they shut down their facilities again today? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No, COVID tracing. So, uh, so maybe I should factor that in, but screw it. Browns get it done. Yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm going to help the cause and say I'm unanimous. I'm taking the Browns to win, and I got one, two, one, two, three gongs to put it in posterity. And uh, I'm taking. I click the button. The Cleveland Browns are a winner in this game, and that's as far as I'm going. We're Mr. Kabasa, Mr. Kabasa, Chamsky. It goes like this: Hashtag America's team. Hashtag Cleveland Browns. Where are we going next, Captain? Let's go on out to the San Francisco treat because the Niners, oh, well, they're going to blow it up again, but they're going to play. I believe Seattle's got implications. They need to win this game, don't they? Plus four and a half for the Niners. Over under 47 and a half here, guys. Another under to build that pool in your backyard. What do you say, Cap? I like the Niners. Oh. Lance you like them to win or you like them with the points for all our uh, betting friends? <laughs> uh, what were the points? Five Four and a half. half. I, I got five and a half. So okay. we're going to go with uh, meet you in the middle. Five points. Uh, I, I Seattle with the win, but I think the Niners covered. All right. All right. That's a win-win am, for everybody. Uh, I've been wrong about San Francisco all season long. You certainly have, and man. I certainly have, Ollie. And uh, I like saying that, by the way, everybody. I, I play with my hair when I say that, too. If you can visualize Stan Laurel. I'm going to take the Seahawks as the winning the winning team here. I just pressed the button. And uh, Mr. Kibasa, what do you like again here? Tell us again. I like the under, 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 under for my pool. Oh, very nice. Very nice. What else you got on the table for us, kid? I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what I got on the table. I'm uh, putting a big play to let's get the fuck out of town and head to Chicago where the Bears and the Packers are playing. Okay, the Packers don't have anything to play for, or they do. The Bears are mathematically not eliminated, so this could be important. Bears getting five and a half points over under 50 and a half here. Mm, I don't know, man. We need to get our facts straight on this one. Well... So far, it seems to me the Green Bay Packers are locked into the number one seed. Um, that's the fact that I know. I know that uh, Mr. Kowski, any chance the Bears beat, uh, beat the Packers this weekend? What do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, if they've got uh, they got the D blocked up. I don't uh, I don't see you know a lot of motivation here for the for the pack. Is this game in this game's in Chicago? Yes, and if the Bears win, they are in the playoffs. There's motivation there. Yeah, I, I uh, you know I think that's always the big big thing to keep in mind here on these Week 17 games. So. Uh, I wouldn't feel comfortable laying too many points with the Packers. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Mister Mister Kabasa, break the uh, break the ice and tell America who's who and what is going to happen in this Bears Packers game. It's probably the oldest rivalry in the National Football League. Is I would venture tomorrow we're going to see if we watch this game. I I don't know for sure, but these teams have played over two hundred times. That's pretty remarkable, people. That's pretty remarkable. Mr. Kabasa, how's this one going to end up? Like I reached into the refrigerator and pulled out this box of fudge sickles that melted but then refroze, and I pulled one stick, and that stick was connected to two other sticks. So I pulled out a triple fudge sickle because this is going to be the third. Oh, that's a Trubisky Under. stick. That's a Trubisky. Oh. I'm putting a water slide from my fucking bedroom to the pool on this one. Bet the under. Bet the under. Bet the under again. All right, I just pressed that button, Mr. Kielbasa. Here we go. Is there any more games that we need to highlight here? What, what <laughs> we can go. We can stop it right there. Or, hey, man, we can keep going forever and ever. There is a game of consequence, and that is uh, the Sunday night game. Let's do it. And believe it or not, the Washington team football, the WTF, play the Philadelphia Eagles. And in Philadelphia, with, I'm going to say there's no fans at the stands. Let's just have a quick look if we can buy a ticket here. Uh, schedule. I like when I say schedule. It makes me feel nice. No, there are no 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 people going to be in the Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. So this is going to be one of those eerie eerie times in South Philadelphia. Um, Mr. Kowski, the Eagles are given a point and a half to Washington. Washington, excuse me, they are getting it's a Washington. point and a half. Washington is Washington is favored by a point and a half with uh, the rookie quarterback and over under of 43.5. Set the world straight, Mr. Kabasa. How we, I mean, and Mr. Kowski, how are we uh, pressing our buttons in this game? Does Washington well, win the division this, uh, or does Washington lose? Uh, well, this kind of kind of reminds me of, uh, I believe it was uh, Mr. Kabasa's junior year of high school football. Uh <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like the Eagles here uh, might be showing up drunk, like some of the seniors did uh, during Kilbasa's junior year, and I think the Eagles might be drunk during this game. I don't see they got no fans to fire them up. Uh, they've got nothing to play for. Um, I I have no problem giving them a point and a half. If Philadelphia and I, I'll throw them. If I, I'll give them a I'll give them a point and a half and a keg. We'll just throw the keg in the locker room before the game. If Philadelphia loses this game, does the head coach lose his job in Philadelphia? 
gosh, I, you know, I hadn't thought about that. I think uh, could be the end of the uh, the Carson era. There's the guy. There's the guy they thought would come around, and he's as good as gone. He'll go somewhere Agreed. else and do well. I, I love, I'm a big fan, Mr. Um, Chamsky. I'm a big fan of Carson Wentz. I'm a big fan. I think he's one of the toughest SOBs I've seen in 2020. And he threw a boatload of interceptions, and he's had a terrible year, and he lost his job, and he did not win the Super Bowl for Philadelphia. So he's out, but I like him as a ball player. But Mr. Cavasa, you said a minute ago that the Cowboys might win the division. This is the game that will decide why Washington wins their end. So am I being presumptuous to say that you think Philadelphia is going to win this game? I do. Yeah, I do. It's just going to be horse shit, ball kicking, uh, Rochambeau football. More punts than uh, extra points is what you're telling me? Running the football, punting, field goals, stalled out red zone drives, battle of attrition. Who wants to lose more? Who's going to win is what we're wondering. I know, but it's not a question of who's going to win. It's going It's a question of who wants to lose more, and one of those teams is going to want to lose more. And I think the Redskins, oh, I'm sorry. And I think the tackle football team is going to want to lose more when they really should want to win more. And that's how it's going to go. And the Cowboys are going to get in. I'm going to take Philadelphia in the point and a half based on Mr. Krabas' recommendations. You know, Mr. Kowski, there is so much going on in the National Football League that we all have to just say, Michigan. You guys just picked a ten teams and ten different point spreads. What is the uh, what is the wager, Mister Michi? Well, for one dollar on what you guys in our consensus would pay two hundred and nine dollars in the desert. Ten dollars would pay two thousand dollars in the desert. <clears throat> I'm choking on thinking about these winnings and a one hundred dollar bet. On the ten picks we gave you, people would pay t- almost twenty-one thousand dollars. This is why you listen to the fantasy football ferocity. It's not just fantasy football; it's the pro game. And with Camp Kowski on the line, this just is amazing information, amazing points of view. I hope you had your crayons out because, quite frankly, I got an extra hundred dollars. And I am going to put a 10-team parlay. I had the Dolphins in the money line, the under against uh, the Falcons and the Buccaneers, the over, the Ravens in Cincinnati. I got Dallas in the money line, the Vikings in the money line. I got a plus 39 in the Jets game. Believe it. I got Cleveland in the money line, the Seahawks in the money line, and over for the Packers Chicago and I got the Philadelphia Eagles for a point and a half for $100 America's commissioner is going to bring home $21,000 just by talking to the men that I'm speaking to right now Chamsky and the great 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 Johnny Kielbasa here on the sausage so I am excited fantasy football rehab is over I feel cleansed I feel excited about the pro game 
and uh, y'all just jump on board because this is the best sports information, National Football League information, funk, entertainment, fun that you could possibly have on two days before New Year's 2021. Mr. Kabasa, I'm an excited individual. I thank you so very much. Mishy, why don't we take that $100 bet that's going to become $21,000? Why don't we triple it? Because I know I can afford another hundred bucks on that and i know kowski can afford a hundred dollars on that why don't we turn that three hundred dollars into sixty three thousand dollars mishy what do you say about that everybody america mr kielbasa mr kowski consider it done i got you guys covered done done and done bring (laughs) it We're getting Only rich. In the sausage now, when you wake up, when you make that same bet with us, and you wake up and you say, hey, Grandma, you know what? You don't need to buy me that swimming pool because I got the swimming pool taken care of. All I need is that fence around the backyard. Do you think you can help me out with that? And Grandma will be like, let me get my purse out, sugar. It's good that you earned that swimming pool. I'll gladly put a fence around it. Now give Grandma some sugar. All it took is all it... And where do we find Mr. Kabasa when they want to send it back? On Twitter and Instagram and the radio. <laughs> and she's on the beach. And Mr. Kowski, you're, uh, you're still floating in that championship ether now, aren't you? Congratulations uh, to the champ. It's, right, it's actually right above cloud nine. So, yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's I'm going to be there for brother. a while. Congratulations again, man. Congratulations. That's awesome. Hey, well, thanks for the tip. Take us out, Champ Kowski. Take us out, Champ Kowski. Bring it to us. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, fellas. It's been great. And I look forward to the long title reign. Terror is coming to the galaxy. We'll see you next week, everybody. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. I'm living it. I'm loving it.